If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. You're listening to Up Close on Husker Online, where we let Nebraska student-athletes tell their stories. Up Close is brought to you by Sandhills Global and powered by ABM. Do you have equipment to sell? Sell it on auctiontime.com. Now, here's your host of Up Close, Husker Online's Sean Callahan. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Up Close. Back after a couple week break here as uh, we're going to really roll this through, especially when the offseason begins. Uh, But as you heard up close, brought to you by ABM um, and powered by Sandhills as as well. Uh, If you've got equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. And pleased to be joined by a couple of guys that are going to play a big role in Nebraska's program in the coming years. And uh, one of those guys actually will play a bigger role here for the final two weeks of the season. But uh, we've got a, a pair of freshmen, and I use that term freshmen loosely, safeties in here. Noah Gates, Isaac Gifford. Guys, welcome to Up Close. I'm looking forward to getting the chance to sit down with both of you guys. Thank yeah, you for having me. thanks for having us on. Well, yeah, I'll go right to you first, Isaac, because this is a big week for you. Nebraska plays Wisconsin. Yep. and you know, the news of JoJo being out for the season um, after his hand surgery a week ago, you're now the guy. And, you know, you're, you know, you're going to get a real opportunity um, these next couple of games against Wisconsin and Iowa to, 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 to get your first real moment as a Husker. Mm-hmm. How excited are you just for these next couple of weeks? Man, I'm pumped up. I mean, I've waited a long time to do this, and I've, I've got to watch JoJo do it at a high level for two, three years now. So I'm – I'm excited to get my chance to go out there and prove myself and prove what I've been working for for so long. Well, Noah, and, and you know, you talk about patience. I mean, you are a guy that I really commend because you've had to really show patience. And in this transfer portal world that we're in, you know, it's not easy because guys have that easy way out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're playing behind a couple of 24 year old guys that have kids. I mean, you know, and you know, they're good players that have played a lot of football at Nebraska that are both six year seniors. Um, but I, I guess the silver lining is you still are a freshman, and you've got after this year three, um, you know, three more years to go at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You know what? What? What have you been able to really gain just from showing the patience that you've had to show these last few years? Um, if I'm going to be honest, like, I mean, it's been a little hard just you know having patience, but um, I think. Just being behind Deontay and uh, Deontay and um, Markel, it's nice being like you can be a sponge because they have experience already. So just being able to pick up on little stuff and like little techniques and just learning from them because they've been doing it for six years already. So 
How much have you had to learn, though? I mean, coming from high school, it had to be an adjustment. I'm um, just kind of learning how to play scheme mm-hmm. and you know playing for a guy that played in the NFL, Travis Fisher. Right. I'm sure you know there's a lot you've been able to absorb and learn these last three years. Oh yeah, um, Coach Fish and all the players that I'm playing with, um, there's been a lot. I've, I've learned a lot compared to high school level, compared to real football now because it's very serious now and. Uh, Everything's important now. So, how about you, Isaac? I mean, you, you grew up around the program. I mean, you, you you've probably been going to Husker games since how old were you? Oh gosh, I can't even remember my first Husker game. Six, seven, eight years I old. Mean, I was young. I was really young. Well, even when Luke got here, your brother that's now with the Dallas Cowboys. How old were you when Luke was a freshman at Nebraska? Uh, let's see. That was probably 2014. He got here, so I was probably gosh, 13. Got, so yeah, I mean, years you, old, you had just you know? like the front row seat mm-hmm. to following this program. Mm-hmm. How much did you learn watching Luke go through adversity and coaching changes and some of the things he dealt with to kind of get yourself ready for your own journey? Yeah, I mean, I saw it all. I mean, I saw it when we were at Bo and we were playing really at a high level and then we dropped off and we went to Riley and we went through all that hard, hard stuff and then Coach Frost's first year. So, I mean, I saw it all. I mean, when you came home, when Luke came home on Sundays, it was it was deep conversations about football and where we need to, what they need to do. You know, it was every Sunday. It was, it was it was I heard it all. I mean, I've heard the stories. I've heard everything that's gone down. I mean, I know just how much work it took to get to where we are now. I mean, I, I've I've heard everything. You know, so going forward, it's it, it's a good thing to hear because I've heard what my brother went through and I heard um I mean I just know the inside and what needs to be done you know you find uh, the the Dallas Cowboys um is, is that become a family deal now too I mean obviously your family travels and goes as many Nebraska football games as possible but I'm sure they're going to Dallas quite a bit now too oh yeah I mean my dad he's going up to this Wisconsin game and then he's flying right down to KC to go see the Chiefs play the Cowboys so I mean they're they're back and forth all the time it's fun though. I mean, oh, I, yeah, it's I can't awesome. even imagine uh, just how fun that has to be um, for your family and 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 just um, watching that. Noah, when, when you talk about just your path to Nebraska, mm-hmm. you came from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, you know, you, you had a lot of people on you. I still remember, you know, USC and Alabama were there like right at the same time Nebraska was there visiting you. I think Nick Saban did he come to your high school? Uh, yeah, he came to my high school. Um, I mean, just when you think about your path to Nebraska. What led you here um, over Nick Saban, over places like SC and, you know, obviously the Arizona schools, uh, Herm Edwards and some of those places really wanted you at that, that, at that time? Um, if, um, I'd say like during that time, I really wanted to go out of state. So that was really pushed and uh, a huge influence was really like Coach Fish because he, he's pretty smart, like when it comes to X's and O's on the, on the chalkboard. But him and Coach Frost, I really felt a big bond with both those guys when committing my decision. What? Um, who would have been your runner-up if you didn't go to Nebraska? I mean, I, I, if I remember right, did people Arizona State people thought you were like coming, right? Yeah, but um, I don't know. I didn't really want to stay home, like I said. But I'd probably I'd, I'd want to play with my cousin at uh, USC. What I remember about your recruiting process is you technically signed early, but they like kept it quiet. Yeah, I signed like in December, right? 
Yeah, like a couple months before, and then played in the yeah. uh, Polynesian Bowl. Yeah, played in both the All American and then the Polynesian Bowl, and then committed at the Polynesian Bowl. So that day. I mean, how hard was that to keep that a, a secret? You know, like to not let because I'm sure coaches still at that time. I remember like Arizona State and these coaches were like upset. They're like the kid didn't even tell us he already signed. Yeah, <laughs> you know? a lot of coaches were upset. Like. I kind of like the last week I kind of started calling everybody and was like, yeah, I'm not going to go here. I kind of already signed early. So it was, it was, it was hard, but I had to do it just out of respect. You're listening here to the up close podcast as Sean Callahan talking with Nebraska freshman safeties, Isaac Gifford and Noel Pola Gates. Can I call you a safety Isaac or do I call you a nickel? Or do I call, what do I call you? Man, I don't an even athlete. know. An yeah, athlete. <laughs> I'll do whatever they say I got to do. I mean, I've heard it. I've gone back and forth past two years I've been here. So Call you a JoJo? Yeah, sure. You can call me whatever you want. I don't know. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. Hi, Sean Callahan with the Husker Online Show. So what are Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off, and they must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular, exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Terms apply. I I want to stick back with you, Noah, on this topic. Um, You talked about the Polynesian Bowl, your heritage. Um, Just how important is that in the Polynesian community um, just you know, I, you just see that, you know, how, how big your, your culture and your heritage is. And you see it around the country with Polynesian football players, how close you guys are. Right. Speak more to just that and how important that is in your life. Um, it plays a big role in my life because um, I kind of have the tattoo of it. You know, I have a type, tribal tattoo. So kind of now that I have that on like the print on me, I kind of got to live by the culture. And um, it's really big to me because um, – I think it's really important because it kind of tells me who I am and um, yeah, just tribal tattoo. So explain that more like where, where, what's the history of, of your, your roots that you, you've been able to trace? Um, so in, in our culture, you're supposed to like whenever you accomplish an accomplishment. So I'd say for graduating high school, I could get this tattoo that I got on my left arm. So because of that, I got a tattoo. I got you. Let me see that tattoo. Let's see what it looks like. Wow. So is there anybody in Lincoln that can do that, or do you have to go over to the West? Uh, You can't really go to just anybody because you got to know how to do these type of Yeah, I mean, that's 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 some pretty good. So you got that after high school. Yeah, I got it after high school. So I was, like, here for, like, a semester or two and then went back for Christmas and then got a tattoo. Wow. Yeah. Are there are there any how many Polyne- are there, how many other Polynesian players are on the roster in Nebraska? Two? Two? Two. Yeah. Va and uh Wendon. So you guys have a pretty good I'm sure a pretty good connection as a group. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh I talk to them a lot. Uh actually Va is kinda like straight from Samoa. So like that's where my heritage and culture is from in Samoa. Samoa. Yeah. But Va's actually like from like the actual like island of Samoa and and um Wendon's from Hawaii so 
And some, I mean, people like that is far away. Oh yeah, small island too. Very yeah, small. It's it's really unique when you hear the history of like how people would take like basically canoes and go all the way to Hawaii from mm-hmm. Samoa from boats. Yeah. Uh, how many days was the journey? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I when you see you. that stuff, I mean, the history of your culture, it, it's really fascinating stuff. I just wanted to, you know, it's, it's, we're sitting down talking about it. I know that's a big part of of how you you grew up and. And, and, and whatnot. I mean, Isaac, when you talk about your path to Nebraska, was there any other place you'd be? I, I remember like Wyoming yeah. offered you and it was kind of like, great, but dude, I'm going to Nebraska. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of frustrating, a lot of frustrating <laughs> nights sitting in a deer stand wondering what the heck I'm going to do after high school. You know, I mean, Wyoming was awesome. I love the coaches. They were great coaches, great, great culture over there. And, I mean, Air Force was another one that was up there for me. Is I mean, Air Force, as prestigious as they are, is also a great football team, you know. So it was, it was a tough decision, especially because Nebraska slow-balled me the whole time. But, you know, it, it'd be pretty hard to leave home. Yeah, when, you know? you're, when you're that hybrid type of guy where you're technically not really a DB but not really a linebacker, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. feel like there's a lot of kids like you in the state of Nebraska every year in recruiting yep. – um, yep. that are kind of in this no man's land where Fisher's like, I'll take him, but he's not counting as one of my guys. Right. And the linebacker guys is like, we'll take him, but he's not counting yeah. as one of my guys. And, yeah, I'm a tweener. I'm and, a tweener and nobody wants know. you on the bill. Yeah, yeah, it was it was tough. You know, it was kind of like, well, where I'll play. I'll play wherever you put me, you know, just put me somewhere and I'll do it. Well, how did it happen? Like, did Frost just basically say, look, we're taking him. I'm the head coach. Figure this out. <laughs> well, I mean, it was just – I went in and I talked to Frost one day, me and my dad, and we were just like, okay, what, what, what's going on? You know, like, why, why can't we do this? And there was a lot of, you know, technical reasons and all that. Because of the 25 rule. Right, right. There's a lot that goes into it, which I understood. And I was, you know, he offered me the blue shirt or whatever I could get on in the fall, and I was like, you know what? Paying is not, you know, it's fine. I can do that for a semester. As long as there was some kind of right, as long as I know the scholarship that I'm getting on, then it, it's fine. You know, I knew either way that I was going to work my way up from the bottom, so it wasn't that big of a deal for me. At, at one point, it's more of a pride thing. It is, but either way, it is what it is. Well, and because you did, you get on then the fall semester of 2020 right away. Yeah, so I came in early in the spring, the COVID yeah, spring. Yeah, the COVID spring. And I ended up having surgery right away, so it kind of worked out for me. COVID did in my favor. I, you know, I got to, I didn't miss out on anything because of COVID. So having surgery and going there, having surgery right away, it kind of worked out a good way for me. Well, and how rewarding had it been for you just to – I mean, you were on every special team pretty much as a technically mm-hmm. a guy that didn't get a full ride initially right away. I mean, I mean, there had to be some satisfaction. Like yeah, I told you guys. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I was, I mean, I knew that was what I was going to do when I came here. I, I made up my mind that I was going to have to grind and beat out people to get on it. And I mean, I, I just knew that's what I was going to have to do. So there was a little satisfaction to it. Yeah. So it was probably the best five or 10 grand you ever spent to, yep. to, to prove this yep. point. I was like, yep, that, that was fine with me. So, It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this, Adidas. 
Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Listening here to the Up Close podcast, Sean Callahan with Isaac Gifford and Noah Pola Gates. Noah, when, when you talk about just your opportunity, I mean, how excited are you for the offseason now in, in the mm-hmm. spring? Because guys like you and Miles Farmer, I mean, you, yeah. you're really going to get that chance to, to move into these roles that you've been waiting for right. seemingly for the last three years to move into. Yeah, so I've just been preparing, just trying to keep my head down, grinding, and waiting for an opportunity. And then this offseason is a great opportunity. So I'm just going to train me and Miles and then Q. And all the secondary, we're just going to try to get big and, and train a lot so so we can be the best secondary. You guys going to try to convince Cam Taylor Britt to come back? Or is it going to be a tr- – I mean, obviously we know he's got a big decision down yeah. the road, but he, he can technically come back. But, yeah, I'm guessing uh, it's going to be some work. Yeah, I, I don't have any idea. I haven't talked to him about it. So I don't, maybe Noah knows something, but nah. I don't know. I don't I know. Think, I think he keeps it to himself. What's going on? I think he's focusing on the season. Yeah, exactly. You guys so, got two big games left. Yeah, and, huge games. Mm-hmm. So I think he's focusing on that. Finishing strong. Tell me your best Travis Fisher moment or story. When you guys think oh, about man. this, I mean, you've been with him now uh, three years. I mean, what's he like? Because uh, he really, I mean, you think about it, he doesn't keep much of a social media personality. Yeah, no, um, he doesn't. He, he really flies low on the recruiting radar. Like, he does work, but you don't really, he, he doesn't, you know, let advertise where he's going. I mean, that mm-hmm. one year he got all those Miami guys, and I mean, nobody knew like he was going to pull that off, and he got them all. I mean, so he's a guy that you know does his own thing and, and knows how to develop and recruit guys. But give me your best Fisher moments or stories. You got one. Uh, I, I don't know what happens in the DB room. <laughs> kind of got to stay. It in. stays in the DB room. That's yeah, kind of always been our thing. But I don't know, Coach Fish. He 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 may act all serious and tough but his, his goofy side comes out quite a bit how blunt you know? is he though i mean he he, oh. he does he sugarcoat it no not he does all. not sugarcoat it not he will say bit. it straight to your face it doesn't matter he doesn't care about your feelings you know he's trying to make you the best person you could be and you know you talk about guy i mean when you look at other coaches on the defensive stuff he's got to be probably as blunt as any of them right i mean he'll yeah. Like yeah. if if you mouth off to him, I'm guessing then the, it's not pretty after <laughs> no, that. No, it's not. Not at all. It's not. I mean, he knows what it takes to get to the league. I mean, he's yeah. done it. He he started from the bottom and worked his way to the top. So he knows what it takes, and he's not gonna shy away from telling you. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's he tell you about the league, Noah? Uh, he says a lot of stuff. It's very cutthroat. Like it's very serious. Very business like. Um. He's very serious, really. So yeah, it's a job now. So got to take it serious because you got people and you got other vets there. You got people that are trying to pay bills too. So it's very hard. What about your defensive coordinator, Eric Chenander? Uh, he was just and he's your position coach too, Isaac. I guess yep. you're you're technically in the Chenander room mm-hmm. more so than the yeah um, yeah official yeah. room. I go back and forth quite a bit, but I am with. Coach Chins quite a bit, so 
he's kind of my position coach, whatever position you want to give me. But yeah, well, and, and, and the season hasn't gone the way you guys want it to at three and seven, but. Mm-hmm. He was recently nominated as a finalist or semifinalist for the Broyles Award given yep. to college football's top assistant coach. Like I said, the wins and losses haven't been there as a team, but I would think as a defense, you guys take great satisfaction. Like, look, you know, we've done all we can. Our leader is being recognized for that, and, and hopefully this will eventually turn around here for us. Yeah, no, Coach Jones has done a great job with the defense. I mean, it, he makes the right calls when they need to be called, and He's just done a great job leading the defense and as a as a unit, you know. How about you, um, Noah? What 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 do you like about Coach Shins? Um, he's a good coach. I think he uh, called also agreeing with Giff. He calls very good calls at the right time. Um, puts the secondary in good placements and puts the front in good placements and puts the uh, back the other secondary, the linebackers and and nickels. Nichols did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's very sp- football smart. Uh-huh. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he knows what what needs to be done to stop this run, this pass, whatever, you know. So he, he's just very technical and he knows football. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Guys, after football, I mean, when you guys think about your life after football, what's next for you? When you think about when you're done college or pro, Noah, what what do you want to do when you're out of Nebraska? Oh, I've been thinking I've wanted to really go back like in the coaching because I want to be around the football atmosphere still because it's kind of grew up playing since I was five. So kind of it's in my blood. So college, high school, what kind of coach? Any kind or definitely at the at a high level, probably Uh like high school or definitely college, actually. So what is your major? Um, child Youth and Family Studies and minor in criminology. All right. Uh, yeah. Coach Gates. Yeah. <laughs> I like the sound of that. How about you, Isaac? Oh, man. I, it's, there's a lot of things I'd like to do after college, but, I mean, I, I like to focus on going into construction, the construction industry, and kind of working my way into there. And me and uh, me and old Gerald Foster talk about it all the time. We want to work together after college, maybe, and do something. So that's just kind of something thrown out there in the air. But Luke Luke Reimer said that on the same show. He's going to he? want to go into construction. Oh yeah, we've talked. I've talked to him quite a bit about it too. We both kind of have the same ideas. So yeah, Gerald is um, he's selling stone now, right? Mm-hmm. Working he with works with Edward Ed Stone. Yeah, Ed Stone. Yeah, he's working out in Colorado for him. Yeah, him and him and Trey are doing that, mm-hmm. and, and they're doing really well. Yeah, yeah. I just saw him this past weekend after the Ohio State game. And talked to him a little bit about it. He's really, really liking it out there. Yeah, it's just um, you, you think about. I think about you. You talk about looking southeast guys, mm-hmm. and and man, you talk about a brotherhood, a family. The Southeast Knights. I mean, you, you came in here from um, that program, and mm-hmm. so many great players have come out of that program. So many great coaches. Barrett Rude played there. Yep. One of your coaches yep. now. Um, when you think about Lincoln Southeast, what does that program mean to you? 
I mean, it's it's a big part of the person I am. I mean, I've watched so many people come out of that that school. I mean, I'm growing up watching Luke and Gerald play there, watching them win the state title in 2011, you know. I mean, I've seen so many guys come from there to Nebraska and do great things. And it, it's just it's kind of cool to see all those guys compete at the highest level and all come from the same school. So, I mean, it, it's just it's just awesome to see that. Even now, it's still going. I mean, You still it, follow it, right? I do. I, I, I follow it all the time. I, I talk to Catula here and there, and, and I mean, I, I love watching it. I mean, it's awesome. So Yeah, and then they've got Gatula's son coming mm-hmm. here down the road, mm-hmm. and um, they've made some other offers on that team, uh, Tuiotis' yep. son. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. gonna get Tuiotis' son in Gosh, Nebraska? I don't know. I don't know, man. He's he's, he's been on a roll with them offers lately. Yeah, he just got. A, I saw they were at, down at Kansas State over the mm-hmm. bye weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he that, that kid. He's talented. You watch his film, you're kind of like, whoa. You know, that's what Coach T tells us to do right there. So he, he's a good player, and he's gonna be a really good player somewhere. I don't know where it's gonna be, but hopefully it's here. Hopefully it's here. What is he? An edge? Yeah. He's he's like a yeah. Caleb Tannerish type mm-hmm. guy, right? Outside linebacker. Yeah, Do you spend a lot of time with Tuioti, uh, Noah? Yeah, sometimes I go over there like on weekends and you know eat some dinner. Sometimes. Kind of the Polynesian family in Lincoln, yeah. right there for you guys to yeah. go out and chill and hang. And yeah, it makes me feel like I'm at home. I love Coach T a lot because he's got a big family, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he has a big family. He's got a pool big at family. his house and big nice pool, nice loft area downstairs. It's nice out there. Oh yeah. So when you say home, though, do you consider Phoenix your home, Noah, or do you consider somewhere else kind of more your home? Yeah, Phoenix is my home, but, like, I'd say, like, as I'm, like, home, as in, like, culture, like, the environment, like, how it feels, like, the type of food I'm eating, stuff like that. What What is the type of food you like to eat? Uh, like, teriyaki chicken, um, mac salad, like, beans. Um, uh, what else? Rice, can't spam. go wrong. With rice, yeah, spam. spam. <laughs> Big hog roast. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Bar- more like barbecue food when I go over to Coach T's house. So, so he he cooks up some good oh, uh, yeah. island food. Oh yeah, he can throw down on the grill. Not gonna lie. Yeah, and, and your kind of grilling is probably different than like what people in Nebraska like. We're we're big ribeye steaks yeah. and yeah, you know, big meats. Oh yeah, throw a steak on with a little baked potato. That's all you need. <laughs> you, I love you, baked potatoes too. You got to like some. I mean, you've got probably had some good Nebraska beef though, haven't you? Since you've been here, Noah. Yeah, I've had some pretty good steak. Yeah, I like the steak. <laughs> nice corn-fed corn steak. Corn fed. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, guys, um, as we kind of wrap the discussion up here, um, I mean, when 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 you th- talk about your memories so far of being at Nebraska, I mean, no, what what really jumps out to you about this place? This your three years here. Obviously, you haven't got on the field, and and the results haven't been the way you want. But um, I mean, there's obviously still a lot that you you've really probably taken from this place that's helped you mature and grow as a man. Yeah, um, I'd say like big key moments that I've taken away is just having the opportunity just showcase my talent at such a high level and thanking God every day for letting me wake up every day and do something that I actually love and just going to different stadiums like like Ohio State the horseshoe and all these places like like 
you that's like once in a life you get nervous at all like when, when you get thrown out in a game in the horseshoe or at michigan or one of these pins bigger places like the, you get nervous um i feel like i'd get nervous like the first play and then after a while the adrenaline just and then it'll just feel like natural football like i've been playing since i was five yeah like going but, out to oklahoma i mean that for a lot of guys on the team that was probably the because of the COVID year you had no fans so for a lot of guys that was probably the first time you really played in front of a big crowd, because Illinois, that was almost as many Nebraska fans there yeah, for the first game. Yeah. And going on the road, that had to be, you know, for a lot of guys, probably a unique challenge. Yeah, that was a that was a very close game. Like, yeah, that was, the fans were very close. Oh yeah, the Iowa's that there way. Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I've been oh, to yeah. Iowa. You go there to was Iowa, a lot of Nebraska fans at Iowa too. Like Nebraska's got that fence, mm-hmm. you know, where they can pretty much drive cars along the side. Like there, there is yeah. no area to drive cars or along the Iowa sideline. I mean, you, you, you could have a guy like literally in your huddle with you at Iowa. Oh, yeah, they're on top of you. I mean, it's, Oklahoma's crazy. Though. They were, they were, you know, five feet from your bench and they were letting you hear it, you know. <laughs> but that's what made it so fun. I mean, it was, it was awesome. The atmosphere was crazy. I mean, that was a top ten game for me. I mean, that, it was the stadium was cool. The history the of the night. matchup, exactly. I mean, I watched, I was watching nineteen nineties OU Nebraska games on YouTube before we went to OU. I mean, it's just the the history behind it's so cool, and leading up to it, it's just it's a blast. You know, I just look forward to next year. They come here next year, yeah, yeah and get a two year series out of it. And another one. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure the history of this place, if anything, for both you guys. I mean, you hear about it before as a recruit but when you actually live it and feel it with the fans and I mean, you see like older fans probably that have been in the games for like 60 years in a row yeah i mean you have to probably walk away you go to a lot of the volleyball matches too and oh yeah i mean you're just blown away i'm guessing by just the the fans and the and, and dedication and the, the dedicate i mean it's it's unlike any place when oh, you come to nebraska living the dream as they say <laughs> yeah. it's insane there's there's an older couple that came to one of our practices probably more towards the middle, uh, beginning of the season, but they have been to every home game for the past, I don't know, 50, 60 years, and they live in Florida. And they come back? Somewhere out of state. I can't remember. Maybe it's not Florida, but I know they lived out of state, and they would fly to every game. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> it's The dedication of Husker fans, it's, it's insane. You know, that's why you love it so Well, much. that's why last year, you think about last year, how tough that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for even, people not to come. Even like I the mean, Rutgers game, your parents couldn't go to that game. I mean, th- th- that COVID year just screwed up so much stuff when you think about it and took away like those special days that brought everybody together. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, it was tough. Tough, tough on everybody, players, fans, everybody. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun getting the chance to sit down and, and, and just visit here. I know um, two games left. Uh, a lot of people are, are looking forward to these games with Wisconsin and Iowa and kind of see where things go. Um, but thanks again, uh, Noah Pola Gates and Isaac Gifford for taking a chance here to sit down and up close. Yeah. yeah. Thanks again for Thank having you. us on. All right. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, make sure you log on and subscribe uh, on the Husker Online podcast channel as uh, we've got the Up Close podcast on there as well as the Beat with Jojo Doman, Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns, and the Husker Online show. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. 